It's Warhorse here to let you know it's time for Bruisers, Breakdowns, and Beards. Hosted by Michael Reed, Kevin WK, and wrestler Dallas Cade. Kids bringing you Kansas City's premier indie wrestling podcast. Alright, time to close your mouth, clean out your ears, shut the hell up, and listen to some good, sweet podcast action. everybody welcome to episode 42 of bruisers breakdowns and beards it is monday july 5th 2021 i am your host michael reed joined as always by kevin wk hi uh now we can say not as always uh, unfortunately our 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 third party uh dallas cade could not be here this week so we have found an ample replacement for him uh in journey pros walter fulbright walter how you doing today Good man, thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Kevin. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I thought we were going to introduce him like JR style, where we're going to say he's like the new Razor Ramon or anything like that. Like <laughs> he's the new one. Like we the just re gimmick, we, we re gimmick <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Would you play a boomer sooner when I came out? <laughs> oh no, I mean, I guess if, if at your request, sure, but <laughs> not a I University always... Oklahoma fan, so you don't have I, to do that. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I was, you know, my wife being from East Texas and then living in Dallas for a while, we kind of took the, like, de, de, de facto, like, Longhorns fans for a little bit there. <laughs> so, yeah, Oklahoma's just gross. It's gross. It's but, a terrible state to drive through or be a part of or anything. Wow. Well, there you go. There, we, there goes yeah. our Oklahoma audience. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Fuego del Sol. No longer yeah. the podcast. Oh, Fuego. Dislike that. Fuego. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, no, Oklahoma's garbage. He is way awesome. too preoccupied. <laughs> the terrible boys. I like yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa was pretty rad, but, you know, mm, other than that. No, it's really not. Okay. Well, I had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. I've never, I've not had a good time in the state of Oklahoma anytime I've been there. It's wow. like a good 75% of my speeding tickets that I've ever accrued have always been in Oklahoma <laughs> because I'm just trying so damn hard to get out of that state as fast as humanly possible. Uh, I love if you that guys we... get Matt Jackson back on the podcast. Be sure to ask him about Oklahoma and how he feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to do that. We we still need to get him on for the first time. We we haven't had him on yet. I thought you had him on. So no, no, we we had we we had had a. Uh, you see what had happened was, <laughs> no, we we had a uh, an appointment booked with him, and then like day of, he had a work conflict. They had to back out. So, um, we're we're wanting to have him on again in hopes to pr- uh, talk about Circus Maximus coming up, mm-hmm. uh, but we couldn't. We didn't get that. I didn't get a chance to actually really reach out and set that up with him. So I'm hoping to do like a recap with him uh, sometime this month, uh, possibly sure. before your show coming up towards the end of the month, which is you got time like three weeks away now, dude. Not far. I, how are you feeling about that? You ready? Feel great, man. Feel great. Uh, we've Good. got put a ton of work in into it. Got everything. I don't have to worry about selling tickets anymore. No flying outside of raw. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we will be fine. There's a couple of light, like, uh, like permits from the city things that are giving me a little of anxiety, but it, it, honestly, for that kind of stuff, Missouri's pretty chill, so we're gonna be fine. 
Good to know. We'll just have someone show up with a cooler. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah, that does not mitigate the problem of needing the license. <laughs> Somebody showing up with a cooler will not, in fact, fix that. That's, I could do that. Doesn't That's, party movies. Yes, that right? is not, the obstacle is not the fact that I don't own a cooler. <laughs> no, see, you I, have to, I could accomplish that in the next three and a half weeks. You have to launder the money, right? They're not buying the drinks. Like, they're buying, like, you're paying for the rental of the cooler. The cooler contains the drinks. So <laughs> that's how you're getting. I, I can find all these legal loopholes. I'm good at that. There we go. That's a. That's the that's the that's the trend we want to get into. Right? We Isn't try that to build a relationship with I the mean, state of Missouri. You wouldn't be an indie promotion if you weren't like breaking a few rules, right? Like, isn't that kind of part of the part of the course? Is that part of the fun? <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest with each other, every indie promotion is breaking like copyright law, basically constantly <laughs> yeah. just by playing the songs that Music. they do. That's mm-hmm. true, which is why I'll just let you in a little bit of secret here. It's why commentators constantly blather over the entrances is so that the uh like the youtube algorithms don't pick it up mm-hmm. that's smart good call mm-hmm. yeah. so but yeah so we're technically everybody's doing that but don't tell anyone yeah metallica's Secret. not catching a check from a from an indie show you know <laughs> con- considering some of the terrible you know themes that wwe's putting out these days i would rather have copyrighted music playing any any time out you know I don't want to listen to bad stuff. Just play play the good stuff. Get people hyped. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean that's half the performance. I think is getting the crowd hyped with whatever song. Yeah, especially there's been people that got over just because of their song. You know, like a lot of them, not not just because of their song, but the song he was a huge help. You know, yes. like like hyping up the crowd. I remember, um, what was it? Spy, uh Nate Webb doesn't Nate Webb come out to like Teenage Dirtbag by yes. Weedus. Yes, yeah. he and, sure does. And it's amazing. Sure yeah, like everyone yeah, sings along, you know. Mm-hmm. So much fun. You know, that's that's the thing. You get the right song and the crowd will be into you. Like if you're if it's your first show and you've got a bomb ass song, that's at least you've already got one step in the right direction. Right. We had so, kind of a conversation about that. But yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to have a full pot on that at some point. We really are talk about it. music theory. Yeah. I would love to. Mm-hmm. I'd be down for that. Absolutely. So it's it's funny enough, like you know, we, we definitely want to be able to cover the card for uh, seventy eight weeks later, but we've got another show coming up before that, which is of course St. Louis Anarchy Circus Maximus is happening this Friday. Uh, so we're excited to kind of have you on to cover that. And I know some of our audience may be asking why are we covering a St. Louis show? Well, luckily, because of a collaboration between Journey Pro and St. Louis Anarchy, they've made the decision to start broadcasting their events live on twitch for free so anybody listening to this uh podcast will be able to watch circus maximus happen this friday this means you Um, ratty in the uk (laughs) yeah exactly he'll have to be up at like well yeah it'll be like a raw paper three in the morning to do it yeah he can do it hey yeah Um, for free honestly you should you should watch the show oh it's gonna be so good Yeah. yeah um We'll have to go. I mean, granted, this will be the first one you guys are running, so I don't know how you guys are going to do like recaps or things. Or, or I mean, are there going to be, uh, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, are the are the shows going to stay on the channel or are you only going to be able to like broadcast it live and that's it? So, uh, you know, and Kevin, you obviously know a lot about Twitch. So, mm-hmm. 
we're kind of on the borderline of reaching what they call affiliate status on Twitch. And you're absolutely asking the right guy because this is all me doing this for both right. the and journey. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, right now as a non-affiliate, we, we're, we're going to go to affiliate like almost immediately as as uh, Circus Maximus airs. And at an affiliate level, your videos can stay up for 30 days. Does that sound right, Kevin? Yes. But without, okay. if you don't create any highlights of them, if you just let them be, they last for about 30 days or so. If you create like a highlight, they last forever. So you can make it a video on demand. Cool. So 14 days if you're not an affiliate anyway. It, they're up there for 14 days. In addition, that video is still going to be on the traditional outlets. It's going to be on independentwrestling.tv. We'll actually take that We'll record that edit that we're making live directly, and we will upload that edit directly to oh, cool. independentwrestling.tv. Okay. So that will go up within a couple of days of it airing. And in addition, probably like we'll appear on YouTube at some point. So the video will be there for you to watch. But okay, I can guarantee 14 days from the time it airs, it will be there and ready. Cool. That's perfect. That's perfect. So at the very least, if you're not able to catch it live, uh, this Friday, which I know I'll be I'll be hanging out in the uh, Twitch chat, same, uh, watching it. So uh, we're not able to make the drive, so we'll be yep. we'll be hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you'll have you'll still have an opportunity to catch it. So yes. um, I'm really excited to kind of kind of go over uh, this card and and uh, we'll you know cover the bases there. Uh, we do have some some local news that I think we're going to cover first, uh, which this is kind of cool. This happened today, so. You know, for those that are into the the Comic Con circuit, obviously, last year kind of derailed all of those plans, and and uh, so it's been a long time since I've been to any sort of con event. I mean, if you know Kevin and I, we did cons all the time. The last five years, you can't see we did Planet Comic Con, and then while I was in Dallas, we did uh, all sorts of shows. And anytime we could meet any wrestling folks, we you know took advantage of that. Driving up the up and route down the road to Texas <laughs> together, <laughs> brother. So uh, it was. It's really snuck up on us that that Planet Comic Con is going to be happening here in Kansas City, uh, weekend of August twentieth through the twenty second. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the first sets of announcements they made was that they had announced uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Booker T, and Jerry the King Lawler were going to be appearing here, but that was kind of earlier this year, while we were still heavily in the pandemic. Um, and then WWE went and announced SummerSlam uh, was going to be happening in Vegas that same weekend. So it's basically today they made Planet Comic Con made the announcement that all three guys have been pulled off uh, their show, which I, I think that that has probably been in the work. My, my wife pointed out um, they haven't been selling photo ops for quite a while for those three. So I bet you they knew some time ago that they were not going to have them. They were just waiting to announce replacements. Um, but in, in a kind of an interesting fashion, basically not DDP so much, but basically WWE talent were pulled off of this and they've been replaced so far by AEW talent. Uh, but today they announced Christian cage and uh, Dr. Britt Baker mm-hmm. have been added to the planet comic-con lineup, which I think is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I want to be Chris. I want to be Christian cage. Like, I mean, the guy's a wealth of knowledge and, you know, just I, like, once again, I mean, he's, he's a legend, you know, just edge and Christian, you know, kind of defined at least, you know, they, I would say like th- their style of like tag team wrestling, I mean, kind of like define an era, 
you know, it was huge. So, and then she's still kicking today and still kicking ass. And I would make the argument if I would not to get into a, a Christian cage only symposium, but Christian (laughs) might be one of the most underrated singles competitors in the history of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Christian has never had Christian has been able to work with almost anyone and make it work. He's gotten some good work out of some really bad workers in the past. And honestly, like if you watch Jeremy White, Jeremy White has a lot of Christian in his work, like mm-hmm. a lot. They're very, very similar. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. You make that comparison. I see. I really see that. You're right. You just created the dream match. I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's just a just a wild match. That would be. Yep. I think just because Edge achieved what he did and Edge became such a thing, I think Christian has always been thought of as you know, the second fiddle to him, but man, I would put his accomplishments up there with anyone and his ability particularly has mm-hmm. always been just spectacular. Yeah. And I, I'd be excited to, to, to meet Britt. I think her, her story, you know, there, there was a, a lot of buzz on Twitter this week about kind of Adam Page's kind of long form storytelling about, you know, since the form, even before the formation of AEW, uh, kind of where they're going with him. Um, I think Britt Baker, maybe not, it hasn't had the same amount of time dedicated to it, but I think her story on the women's side has been equally as interesting. I mean, from where she started, hell, from from that, that fatal four-way that we had it all in uh, that she was a part of, like, you know, starting from there to where she's at today, uh, obviously that match she had with Thunder Rosa, uh, a couple months ago kind of really put her in the spotlight. Like she's mm-hmm. in, and she just took that women's title off of Hikaru Shida. Like she's in a really unique spot right now. That I, I think she's just kind of at the start of her um, elevation, her, like, I mean her, she's just getting started. Yeah. And I think it's, 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 that's a really awesome opportunity to, to meet someone who's in a very unique position. So yeah. I'm excited. Me too. And I, I feel like they, they hopefully there's one or two more announcements to kind of fill it out. But I, I think for some AEW stars, I think that's a really good get. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Not to, I won't uh, go too far on this tangent because this is a worthy of its own podcast all on its own. But there are interesting challenges with somebody like Britt Baker that I've considered in the past, which is that the most obvious thing that you use to get her over is not in fact, a very easy thing to book, which is like, wow, it's really cool that you're a professional wrestler and a dentist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What do you do with that exactly? Like it, it's, it's sort of a, if you're not careful, it sort of unintentionally harkens back to what my brother and I refer to as the WW, what was then the WWF aptitude era is what we called it, which was yeah. when everybody had a job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like wrestling repo men. And Trash like, men. Good old Isaac Yankum. Yeah, so Farm hands. Do, yeah, and they ran into that problem then, which is like, okay, your entire story, your character Pimps. is that you're a dentist or that you're a garbage man that's also a wrestler. Okay, what kind of story do you tell with that? Like, right. That just shows WWF didn't pay enough. They didn't pay their people enough. They had, they had these side jobs. They can only wrestle on the side. <laughs> and it's fun in like a very direct, okay, this is very easy to understand way. Mm-hmm. But if you're actually trying to tell long form, like main event storytelling, you run into 
you run out of uh, runway almost immediately. Right. <laughs> like, and but they don't. But it seems like they've been able to take the best parts of that and really like fold her in to be her own person. And now we understand like more about who she is as a character, mm-hmm. and that has paid huge dividends in my mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and she's. I mean, to take like what's a very you know honorable profession, and she's kind of heelish in in doing it, but not not too much because they they do kind of you know hop back and forth a little bit but i mean just for her to be like a heel character but also like a very honorable and respectable dentist like i think that's that's awesome like she does her job and then when she's she's done doing her job she comes to aew and whips people's asses like it's it's (laughs) great so yeah it's i it's been really really cool to to watch from afar where she's going and i think where she's headed so um you know, if you're in the Kansas City area uh, that weekend, I would recommend going and and checking them out. And like I said, hopefully we get a couple more AEW stars added to the uh, to the uh, guest list. I, mm-hmm. I I think that would be, and that's really cool on AEW as well. I don't know who does their um, talent, relations? you know, talent. relations kind of thing, who sends them out. But I think that's a that's a really cool call. Kansas City is such a a unique market that I feel like AEW could, you know, it's not, we're not a WWE town, you know, like, but we, we like good wrestling as, as Walter can attest to, you know, selling out in Mm -hmm. 80 something minutes. Um, You know, we, so there's, I think there's room for AEW if they were to invest in it to make Kansas city, like an AEW type town, you know, because I, I, I think you you feel like like your New Yorks and your Chicagos and your LAs are your WWE towns. Um, like I, I think Kansas City could could you know really be one of those unique. And granted, Chicago's kind of fifty fifty. Chicago's always going to be a wrestling town. You can't. Yeah, it's just that's wrestling just a town, town in general. For but wrestling, but I, yeah. I feel like this is an area that AEW could really take advantage of yeah. if they were to invest in it. So I think this is a cool move. I mean, it was shown. I mean, when you know, the one of their last event, live events was Kansas City. Remember, we went to that in February yeah. of uh, twenty twenty, and yeah, the place was packed, if not sold out. You know, it was the crowd was super hot for the whole three, four hours when, you know, you go to a raw show or a SmackDown show and the crowd dies out like, you know, midway through. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was proof that like Kansas city will definitely pay for AEW stuff. Yeah. There yeah. No question. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun, man. I, uh, I enjoyed that. That was a good show. That was a really good show. Well, Jericho not being able to pronounce Patrick Mahomes, name. John, John like, Mahone. John Mahone, I think is what he said, or something <laughs> like that. And having the crowd just lose their shit was just amazing. And it was, he had that shit-eating look on his face, too, that shit-eating yeah. grin. <laughs> so, so that's awesome. I, I'm i looking forward to And it's, you know, shout-out to Planet Comic Con. They could have just mm-hmm. as easily kind of canceled all, you know, had all those three bail and just kind of left it at that. But they're, they're putting together a really nice guest list. So definitely uh, worth checking them out yeah no it's it's worth noting that uh, the people that they've sent so far just obviously there's two announcements but it also happened during a holiday weekend so yeah. i would expect probably another announcement they'll probably replace the three they lost with three mm-hmm. but you're right this is somebody from the company who they almost certainly negotiated with directly because these are people that are on full-time contracts 
right? Yeah. Like Cage and Baker are both full-time people for them. So that's obviously somebody where the office set them up. So somebody at Comic-Con likely had a contact in the AW office or reached out and made a deal. And probably I would bet you, I would bet you $5 that there's going to be another one tomorrow. Yeah. I hope so. I, I, I think so. I think that's, that's, you know, like you said, three for three. Uh, I th- yeah, I think that's totally, totally uh, anticipated. So kind of reminds me of the World of Wheels things. Did you guys ever go to any of those or know about those? I heard about it. Like AJ I've Styles. Heard about them. Did, wasn't Randy Orton at one of those ones? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They have that's, 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 they have an arrangement with WWE to provide a talent for signings, and so I've seen circumstances where the talent that was announced had to back out, and WWE always would provide a similar level star to do it. They obviously had some kind of long term arrangement with the WWE to provide a signing. I, one year it was Daniel Bryan, like when he had just retired and I tried to get him to, uh, I, I stood in line like a freaking Mark <laughs> to try to get him to sign a, uh, a Rob Schamberger print of his that I had, which is on the wall in this room right here. Nice. But I did not That's get awesome. it. I did not get it done. There was, uh, I was just out of range of how many people he could do. It was, eh, you know, bummer. Yeah, life happens, but yeah. It's a breeze. So they have contracts with those four appearances on the big companies, and those are probably pretty interesting, actually. I'm always, I, you know, I'm always fascinated by that kind of aspect of the business. The, the, uh, I, I mean, appearances, the, the, like, the behind the scenes stuff like that, I think is always really cool. It's, it's not as like, dramatic but i think there's some fascinating stuff to be learned there but you know we never will because that's business dealings and every business is like that they have that shit on lockdown but yeah i think that'd be it'd be really cool to know we we were tweeting about this or not tweeting we were chatting about this before the show i was curious about the timing of having three predominantly wwe stars pulled off a con immediately replaced by two you know, and hopefully soon to be three AEW uh, talent. I thought that was interesting, but it, like I said, they may have known pretty much. I, I hadn't correlated the weekend being the same as SummerSlam until today. So, yeah, Obviously. that's uh, that's probably true. I think that when you look at who the three WWE-ish talents were, which was Lawler, Booker T, and who was the third one? DDP, which DDP. is that he's, one he's I been, don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been more AEW recently, so I don't know if, if I, it's just the same. Talent marketing group or something? Yes, my guess is that they all share the same agent of some kind. That's a possibility. And maybe it was just an issue of pulling. Because like if if they just pulled all or Booker, (laughs) that would have made sense. But pulling all three is kind of weird. But let's let's speculate, guys. This is the internet. Let's speculate. Do you want me to speculate on this? Do you want you want to hear Walter's potential hypothesis for what happened? Throw throw it out there. Okay. DDP's not doing business with WWE. Booker and Jerry Lawler probably were, and I guarantee you, but they're not on full-time contracts with the, with the Fed right now. Yeah, right? they're on their Legends contracts. Exactly. Whatever. So, But I guarantee you that their contract says that WWE has first right to them on any booking. Like for I believe things that. like SummerSlam. So my guess is they all have the same agent who isn't actually attached to WWE. That agent promised three wrestling talents. And when Booker 
and Lawler were lost to the SummerSlam broadcast, <laughs> he probably could not fulfill the three. And therefore, the entire deal fell apart, and DDP was basically collateral damage as part of not being able to fulfill that contract. That makes sense. Which would, because, like, again, if you had, like, DDP, Christian, and Britt Baker, like, that's a good AEW lineup. Uh, but you're right, if DDP is represented by a different, you know, firm that can't make that deal, that makes that makes perfect sense. So, there you right. go. And it's probably uh, less a firm than it literally is just some dude. Yeah. It probably is like I'm just an agent. It's probably just <laughs> one person. Some guy like in a weird strip Comic-Cons. Who books still, Comic-Cons? Still, yeah. has a, still has a desk landline, like a weirdo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, you guys know about the Comic-Con business. There's, there's not bad money in that. I mean, oh, yeah. They do okay. Mm-hmm. I remember Sigourney Weaver was doing $200 autographs uh, at one of the Comic-Cons we were at. What was that? Uh, Comic-Palooza? Mike, I feel like that was Comic Blues. That was that yeah. year they had all the aliens people there. Yeah, that was amazing, by the way, because that was back when um, uh, what's his name was still alive. Uh, the dude from Game Over, man. Oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah, he yeah. was, and he was on the panel, so we got to see him. And it was pretty. It was the aliens panel. Me and Ryan yeah. got in there, and oh, amazing. But yeah, she okay, was who doing was about on the million. aliens panel besides Sigourney Weaver and Bill Paxton? Really, curious. Michael Bean. Michael, Michael Bean, Bean was there. I have Michael Bean. Yeah, you had Somebody Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson um, was there. Okay, the, cool. The woman that played Vasquez, I mm-hmm. think she was there. Yeah, what is her name? I don't remember her I'm name. I'm blanking at cool. the moment. That's cool. That's a good, that's a good setup. It had a like a majority of the folks were in it that like that were on that they were on that panel because it was a huge like it was one of the like thirtieth anniversary or fortieth anniversaries of it. Yeah. Uh, Definitely see. not a fortieth anniversary. No, no, yeah, So what was that? 85? It was eighty-five. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, so twenty sixteen. That sounds about right. The thirty year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And they had Newt there, the right, I, the woman who played Carrie, or it was Carrie Hewn as Newt. Uh-huh. Paul Reiser was there. Yeah, that was weird to see Paul Reiser <laughs> in yes. person. Is that the one where Rob Schneider walked in front of our? Uh, no, that was a, that was a year later. That was over at uh, San like, Antonio. Did you try to Virgil you? Did you have to like pay Rob Schneider's fee for him walking? Oh the yeah, well, he he had security. Like he needed. Yeah, he, he did have security, which is kind of funny. Uh, I just thought he was trying hard. to like accidentally find his way into a picture that was being Man. taken. Like, oh, if I had known so then what we know about him now, I would have shoulder checked him so hard. <laughs> um. Jeanette Goldstein, by the way, played fi- uh, Private you. Vasquez. And also sure. Al Matthews was there, too. Sa- uh, Sergeant Apone. Yes. So William Hope the was there. Like, like they had everybody. The yeah, so yeah. I'm, it was cool. I have a somewhere in my uh, from my parents' old house. We had a VHS copy of heavily watched aliens that we uh, that we bootlegged from HBO <laughs> that I watched a lot. Yeah, my mom had a whole wall of three, like you know, the three movies on one tape, yeah, on one yes. VHS tape. Yeah, she recorded from all that. That was. Thing. I talked my parents into getting us uh, cable because uh, Sega Genesis had a thing called the Sega Channel, and it was like revolutionary, just like everything else Sega did. Where yep. it was like Netflix for Genesis games. You plugged it into your system. It had a modem. You got like thirty games a month, and so my parents saw that they can get you know Showtime and all that stuff, and then. They, Bought the whole package, and yeah, they. My mom just recorded everything off the TV. Hell yeah, yeah that's saying it for you. First to market, first to fail. Yeah, dude, I was playing NBA Jam online with people on a 
56k connection or no it was like a 14.4 connection on the sega genesis like that so technically sega genesis and super nintendo were like the first systems that have online uh, consoles that had online functionality there's this thing called the x-band that you had to purchase and you plugged your phone line into it just wild stuff man night like it was like 95 96 and aliens was an incredible movie i mean we we, is well documented my my uh, Sorry, I went irrational the fear of xenomorphs, uh, but I, I definitely enjoy watching that movie as much as of it I, that I can watch. So, it's so it is. So the core is like a day on the farm. <laughs> uh, so with that, I think we're gonna we're gonna cover the the St. Louis Anarchy Circus Maximus uh, match list, the card that's been announced up to this point. Uh, I think we were we were kind of going over their their Twitter account. We came up with like eight matches, uh, so there might be a surprise or two that has not been announced yet. That's, uh, but we'll have to leave that for for Matt Jackson and the Anarchy crew to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so Walter, you're gonna be are you gonna be running the Twitch feed from there, or are you just kind of doing some other stuff on site? So I'm doing the broadcast. I won't be running the actual like. Uh the actual Twitch feed with like uh, moderating the chat and watching the chat and everything like that will be okay. handled by our, uh, our uh, moderator, uh, the, uh, one of our greatest uh, Midwest supporters, uh, McGrea Bean, for those who know her, will actually be moderating oh, awesome. the chat. Yeah. Because yeah, she's not going to the show. She cannot for work obligations. So she's actually going to be our, uh, our moderator for the channel, but I'm actually running... I'm the director and the producer of the show, so if something that's goes awesome. wrong, that's probably my fault. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's not going to go wrong, man. We've spent I've spent so much time working on this, and this you is a been. super exciting mm-hmm. opportunity for us to. Jackson's podcast came out today, like his dollar menu with Carter. So he was talking about the same thing, but the journey to anarchy channel if you haven't followed that on twitch.tv please do that's where we're going to be where journey and st louis anarchy including circus maximus on the ninth are going to be broadcasting all of our content live and free we're just we're building a new thing coming out of this pandemic and it's not going to work if you know i think it we just need to make sure we get the word out and get the support because you know we're doing this we want people to be able to see these events live and yeah. going forward, this is the way that's going to happen. So I've got a whole production set up, ready to go, man. But yeah, I will be I will be switching between the cameras and handling the audio inputs and doing the commentary mics and all that. I'm the, I'm the production lead on this production of Circus Maximus 16. Exciting. I'm looking forward to watching it. I really am. And mm-hmm. it, it'll be, it's also going to be weird, like, to be live at Journey Pro and not watching the, the Twitch feed. Uh, I'll have to go back and kind of watch it after after the fact. Yeah, see what you missed. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, we and we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it last week about you know my one of my introductions to indie wrestling was through Wrestle Circus putting their shows on Twitch. Um, I think it's just it's an awesome avenue to because I think and it's a whole deeper discussion. But I you know I think that introduction to indie wrestling can kind of be a scary thing because you're just diving into a big pool that you don't quite know what's going on and who works with who and who hates who and 
and all that stuff. You know, WWE, it's all curated in this nice little bubble, and you know exactly what you're getting. Whereas indie wrestling is a little bit of the Wild West. It's getting a lot better, but it is kind of there's no it's, there's no wrestling alliance that's like overseeing everything. Everybody's just kind of able to do their own thing. Uh, but when you put your product out there on Twitch to say, hey, just just take this in, consume it, absorb it, you know, uh, it gives you a chance to learn about different promotions. You get to kind of, there, there's no opportunity cost. Like it's a, it's a free investment. It's a free opportunity to check out indie wrestling in, in a way that for some people they, they haven't done before. Um, and there's, that's what I'm excited about. It's a chance for, you know, people that have listened to us and uh, talk about you and talk about anarchy you know, kind of secondhand. Now they get to see it firsthand and they get to experience it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I'm the most excited for. So uh, I definitely want to see as many people tuning in. I can't wait to see what the viewer count gets up to. Yeah. Um, and I know it's the, it's the first time. So it's, it's going to take Rome wasn't built in a day. It's going to take a bit to build that audience. Uh, but that first audience is going to be really, really cool. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm excited to see that too. I, I think you touched on something really important, which is that, there's so much competition for entertainment dollars and there's so much of independent wrestling that frankly, a lot of it isn't worth paying for. And it's difficult to convince somebody who hasn't known, I don't know on almost every media, it's very difficult to convince somebody to buy something before you can demonstrate its quality. And that's what Twitch gives you the opportunity to do. Because, and especially since there's so much bad in wrestling, like if I don't know, I'm not going to spend $5 to watch something online that I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what the quality is going to be like. I guarantee I feel so comfortable with our partners at St. Louis Anarchy that the minute that people get their opportunity to watch a full show in the way that we want to present it, that a lot of them will come back. I feel very confident about that. Yeah. And it's it's uh it's an opportunity to expose the the promotions, hopefully even like to some wrestlers who haven't been in the Midwest. Uh, it's a chance for them to see what you guys, you know, what an amazing crowd you have, and what an amazing show you put on, and and really how you take care of the wrestlers because that's the other part of indie wrestling is is some promotions are kind of shysty and don't take care of their talent very well, but a talent won't know that until they go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen so many times that talent has, has been booked for something and then canceled when they found out the wrong kind of person was running a promotion or, or it was happening, you know, around something that they weren't familiar with. Like, like Twitch is such an awesome Avenue for you guys to present this product to just so many eyes who are not, who have have not seen it. So like, I, that's what I'm, I'm ha- I'm I'm looking forward to the day that that I go to twitch.tv and on their main page and there's just there's Journey Pros show running there's Anarchy show running mm-hmm. on that that homepage um it's going to get an insane number of of people watching it and supporting it uh from all over the, the world really not not just the the midwestern US yeah especially if it hits the right links, you know, like if we can get the right social media out there, uh, you know, say Reddit, you know, Reddit, you know, for squared circle there, if there's a, a, a big event or at least a pretty notable event, there'll be like kind of a live chat going and, you know, getting something like that started 
you know, that's always yeah. good too, you know, but yeah, Twitch is amazing for this stuff. It really is. And it's good. It's an easy clickable free sample. If you like more cool, then subscribe or, you know, when you're able yeah, to, and then we'll get you get the, yeah, man, it's going to be awesome. Also. And yeah, for our listeners, you know, you finally get to see like what Mike was saying earlier, but you get to see the wrestlers we get to talk about. Like we get to swoon over Jeremy Wyatt now all over the world instead of, you know, saying, Hey, come to the Midwest so you can see Jeremy Wyatt, you know? This is right. your way of getting a good taste of, you know, what we've been so fortunate enough to have out here so far. So it's going to be pretty, pretty rad. Hell yeah, it's going to be rad. <laughs> if if we haven't sold you on on uh, the show at this point, I, I don't know what more we can do. So if you haven't already, just make sure you go to uh, twitch.tv slash journey, the number two, and then anarchy. And, uh, you know, follow they like I said they're 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 new, so subscription stuff's not up yet, but it will be shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you know, follow, turn on the the notification bell, so you know when they're they go live, and uh, get ready this week for Circus Maximus, which we're going to cover the card right now. Yes. So I don't have these in any particular order, so we're probably going to talk like the main event first thing, uh, which we've is was I believe the first match announced for the show. I could be wrong on that. But uh, Gary no, J right. is going to be taking on Jeremy Wyatt for the Gateway Heritage Championship. Uh, that'll, of course, be fought under pure rules. So um, I remember us being at Journey Pro, seeing Gary J and Jeremy Wyatt beat the shit out of each other for 60-plus minutes mm-hmm. and not getting a decision out of it. And then still uh, beat the shit like, out of each other for another eight and, just to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like every person had to come out of the back just to separate them, so... Uh, this has been a long time rematch in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I'm really. Walter really is someone who was who was there, who got to see that first match. I mean, like, granted they've wrestled before, but I mean, like, sure. this is this is gonna be something pretty intense, I would think. And that match is actually, I would encourage you, anybody who's interested in Circus Maximus, that uh, that match is up on that Twitch channel right now. That they just mentioned the Journey to Anarchy for you to watch that and. They're not lying. It's a, a legitimate 16-minute draw. Mm-hmm. Like, and anybody who has watched a lot of wrestling and knows, like, to be able to put something like that together and not, like, completely lose your crowd and completely, like, drop it off the face of the earth and, like, really, like, if you watch that, it is a build to a slow rise where it's really that crowd is really really hot at the 45 minute mark yeah like and it just shows the masterful skill that they both have and mm-hmm. i would encourage watching that just to show how good gary and jeremy are because if you look at that they're 50 minutes in if i wrestled for 50 minutes at any pace i would just be a human slip and slide i would just be like I would be moonshine mantel levels of sweaty. <laughs> right? I would be Dallas Cade in a barn on June twenty eighth level of sweaty. See, you don't think I listen, but I do. They know I listen because every time they leave some question unanswered, I pop into our group text and answer it. I do he it does. all the time. I do it all he the does. time. Because I'm just a, a I'm a pedantic jerk, but it it really speaks to the quality of what you're talking about here. And to get a point, yeah, neither of those guys are really even like they, they, they're not even like really breaking a sweat, which is just incredible to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
I think we can expect, I'm really excited to think, so think about this, that is an intense, you know, we don't know if for whatever reason, like they decide, you know, and they, that goes on and they really dig in, I think it's another like real, like marathon affair because what we saw last time. Now think about performing outdoors in July. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. I'm mm. glad you did. Yeah. Ooh. Is there any weather predictions so far about a week out? Like, has there been anything? I, I haven't looked. Yeah, I haven't checked. Looked. I yeah. hope that, um, I hope it's a clear, I hope it's a windy day. I hope it's I mean, at least for, some good, clean, like some cool wind in there. Where, where the ring is going to be, it's under a, like, not canopy, but it's under, it's under like an outdoor roof. Um, so, I mean, obviously if like there's inclement weather, they'll be, you know, okay. But yeah, it's, it's still outdoors. Like there's not mm-hmm. going to be, uh, any, any sort of air conditioning for that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm hoping for a windy day for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Get a nice cross breeze that goes into that patio. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, that's going to be a thing. I'm, I know Jackson was worried because they were showing st- uh, thunderstorms possible 14 days out, but I never look at 14 day out weather predictions because yeah. that's a crap shoot. It is. Yeah, but now we're at the point where it's worth looking at because now we're five days out. This is where, this is where forecasts start to get a little more accurate. Mm-hmm. I'll take you. We should really look. Yeah. I'm check. I'll check on that right now. now. Let's find out. Cause that, that plays a role in every match we're going to talk about here because what if it's, if it's not stormy, it's freaking July. So it's going to be like, yeah, like you said, it's going to be, and that's a metal like roof. Oh, it's a metal roof. Oh, that's not going to. It is attached to a, uh, and it's attached to like a metal shed. So if it's a really, really hot day, that's going to radiate. I hope you guys have some industrial fans there to kind of like help. I mean, anarchy fans are the, the biggest <laughs> in the business. You know <laughs> say. So we got it. You got the best fans. Plenty of fans. Um, how about. Yeah, I mean, how does the wood react to an outdoor show? I, I guess, like, the boards, like, I assume they would, you know, because weather would definitely, would they loosen the boards a little bit, like, make it more spongy, or would it just kind of toughen the boards at this so, point? So that's a really good question, and I didn't expect to get into construction standards as part of this, but this is <laughs> worth talking about. Boards will change shape based on uh, the humidity of the atmosphere they're put in. So one of the things that happens, like, say you buy a new house that requires new boards for wood floors or whatever, they acclimate those boards before they install them because they will actually shrink or grow based on the level of moisture in the air. But that takes like two weeks. So since that board will be coming directly out of storage in a similar climate and go directly into, and they won't be exposed to the sun because they will absorb heat. That way, you know, it could potentially it shouldn't make a huge difference in terms of the feel of the boards or whether they have slight shrink off the edge, things like that. Those things should be pretty consistent to what they were like in Spalding Hall. Yeah. Good to know. Fuck fellas. There's behind the scenes questions. (laughs) Okay. So I am on uh, the weather channel. I went to weather.com because they are the, I guess the, you know, I mean, it's the most watched cable channel in history. So they've got another shit about weather, right? Um, so right now, the for the day, the high is gonna be ninety two. Humidity at sixty two percent. Okay. Uh, with with it's showing like uh, you know, a little wind. Um, with with twenty four percent. How do they come to twenty four percent? 
precipitation. Does say Friday night scattered thunderstorms, uh, but the temperature does drop down to 75. That may be overnight, though. Um, but I show sunset. It's going to be about 830, so about halfway through the show. If it's going to be that, it's going to go further into the night. You guys are going to be just fine. If anything, it might start when you're breaking down or something. So well, this is what I mid- told Jackson. Midwest this is weather. how I feel is that if we get like there's some concern, obviously, especially if the thunderstorms come in, say, the second half of the show and there are thunderstorms. I say I, I'm, I'm, allowed, I'm still allowed to curse on this, right? You guys, are of course, course, you guys are new corporate sponsors. I say <laughs> let's I say let you guys, you know, you guys got a little like organizational umbrella now. I say let's fucking go. I say that a really good thunderstorm and like is gonna make this feel like a moment that yeah. you'll remember forever and it is covered so it's not gonna ruin the ring it's not gonna get all over a ton of the fans my biggest concern would be is that it rains a bunch earlier that day and then a bunch of people are in the grass because they're expecting a big crowd and then they tear up the lawn that yeah, would be my biggest concern exactly. yeah but in terms of the actual like a storm would make for an incredible wrestling show and i want you guys to know that i have contingencies i'll be using i'll be using a laptop so if we lose power i can continue to broadcast for a while probably 30 or 45 minutes without power good deal and if that happens you'll still be able to watch this live and it's going to be crazy (laughs) so well that's good though it probably means that if that eases up a little bit because that's 60% humidity that means it's going to be pretty muggy yeah at 92 that's kind of the worst range you guys know that midwest weather is like it's actually better to be in many ways closer to that 97 range with lower humidity but that high 80s low 90s with humidity is just a swamp yeah it's like it's like especially like it's like you get out of the shower and then you go back into it and it feels like you're back in the shower just because yeah you just feel yeah you're right it's sticky weather not fan so, I mean, I'm going to be out in it, too. You guys haven't expressed any concern about my, like, running. Drink water, man. <laughs> Bring all your no, all the water. I'll, I'll have my own cooler. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> you're bringing your, well, you have one? Oh, you're already set. You're halfway there. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm a, I'm an over-preparer, man. I this know. is the time in which that's, I That's why out. I didn't ask. I, I had faith yeah. that you would you would take care of every single contingency. No, you've, got, you've got plans if it snows. I do I'm, not I'm have sure. plans <laughs> if it snows. I have not. Uh, yeah, my plan is to, like hit the road for the post-apocalypse yeah I, exactly wandering with my fallout towards, uh, towards the washington dc area there you go collecting bottle go. caps and but yeah that's if they do i mean we know they're capable of it because that's the last thing that they went through with gary and jeremy mm-hmm. is that they're capable of going like they have incredible stamina and they don't tend to give up and they tend to work a really high work rate but that working outdoors thing, that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just both of them have like no regard for human life either. So they will just, I, 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 I'll be stunned if this match is, doesn't have like a solid finish. Like, I mean, obviously it's, it's a, a title match. So, uh, somebody will walk away with that belt, but man, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a knockdown drag out getting to that finish. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I mean, these two know each other really, really well. 
And Jeremy Wyatt has had that belt for a really long time now. Like, he's not in home field advantage either. No, he's not. He is he, not liked I mean, in St. Louis. <laughs> I've seen it really live. Not. Yeah. That so man can get booed. Not sure Jeremy gives a shit whether anybody he really doesn't. Likes it's him great. Or not. He yeah. doesn't. I mean, maybe that's to his advantage if he gets more pissed off. I think he's generally just kind of annoyed when he wrestles in front of a Kansas City crowd because, like, it's kind of mixed. You know, some, mm-hmm. some people like him, some people don't. I think he's just kind of, you know, about it. But, like, he goes to St. Louis. That dude, there's he turns it up another notch mm-hmm. just in front of a hostile crowd like that. <laughs> So, and we got that famous gif of, of him <laughs> pulling yeah. the chair. So maybe, maybe that is the Gary J's detriment that it's, it's taking place in anarchy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but also Gary is like significantly buoyed by being the most popular person. That's true. In anarchy. He's not the mayor of Spalding anymore because there's no Spalding. But you know what? Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I want you guys to know that I very half-heartedly tried to get them to uh to name the show after a 30 rock reference because they moved out of spalding and i wanted them to call it uh it's hot it's loud and there's no pizza it's like miami because <laughs> 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 all of those things are gonna be true that would have been awesome man yeah, um, but circus maximus i guess their most famous show that they've done their 16th edition of i guess that'll yeah. work yeah i guess yeah, yeah i guess that break passes. with you you don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll be interested, you know, and that, that match has some, um, it could change, you know, could make some journey pro matches interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to see, you know, right now, Jeremy Wyatt's kind of booked as the champ for that show, but that is subject to change. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll you'll like- notice that the gateway heritage championship is not, reflected on the 78 weeks later poster so Mm -hmm. i decided you know with gary and neither is gary reflected as the presumptive champion either no just gonna let either one of those could be a title match yep on july 30th and yeah just gotta be ready so So we'll talk more about that when we uh when we cover the journey pro card Mm -hmm. Uh, which would be awesome yeah which will be maybe not next week the week after a little closer we'll, we'll see but sure. we'll ho- hopefully we can get you back on to cover that. But I know lead up time to the show, maybe we won't catch up. But eh, def- I'm not that busy. Just let me know. Okay, I'll be here. I would be just, ma- just make be sure here. that I know ahead of time, and I'll make I'll make it work. Sounds like a plan. It's always good to have our, our guests book way in advance. I'm looking awesome. <laughs> organization. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, uh, we've got Everett Connors taking on Davy Richards. Um, I don't know a lot about Davey Richards. I know the name, but I've not seen. I mean, I mean maybe I have seen him wrestle once or twice, but I, 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 I can't remember. Um, and funny thing is, for me, I've not seen Everett Connors wrestle other than like a you know gif here or there. Uh, I mean, oh. he's been around for quite a while. You know, obviously, I think he he had some experience in the NWL, so Kevin's probably seen him, but I haven't. So I'm excited to actually see him. And I of of anybody during the pandemic who I think, you know, we, we've talked about it, how some wrestlers kind of lost momentum because there was obviously matches weren't happening, not as much exposure, but of anybody that took advantage of it, I think Everett Connors made a bigger name for himself during the pandemic than going into it. Like, I think he was just kind of a, like a local Midwest 
darling or just dude that we we knew around here but like he's become like a really big name in indie wrestling in in the last uh 15 to 16 months yeah big way so this is a bit of a i i feel like you know he's done some stuff i think in gcw but like this Mm -hmm. is a bit of a coming out party i think for Everett connors where he's he's taking that step up onto the the main stage in a big way people are finally getting it (laughs) so I'm a big time, long time pro wrestling nerd. So let's, I'm going to talk about David Richards for a minute just to give Please you an do. idea of who that guy is. So, Davy Richards was one of the premier guys during the real resurgence of indie wrestling in the early 2000s. In other words, he was part of that Ring of Honor, like 2005 crew. In oh, fact, wow. he was an eight time Ring of Honor tag champ, and he was a one time world champ. At Ring of Honor, like this guy's no joke. This is he is he is sort of like an indie wrestling legend, but he's also like no nonsense and part of that like really hard hitting American style of like the Ring of Honors in the in the two thousands, which makes it interesting because this is like you said, Connor as a character and as like a personality is we still haven't seen what. Everett Connors is capable of because right. Everett Connors, you know, he had little flashes. He was like a uh, he was a Chikari young lion before way back before even before NWL hmm. and all that stuff. He's always been a guy. There were people that really like wanted Everett to fit into a box that Connor does not fit into. Yeah, like like people who saw his sort of weird shtick and were like, this will never work. And he was discouraged from really being himself. And the more that he comes out and shows his true personality, as you can see, the more people just latch on to him. And I, I've known that about him for a long time, but that's what makes this so significant because Richards is like a legend of, real honest like hard hitting type matches this is a very very serious test for a guy who's done magic shows and who's come to the ring with a guy with you know with a bear and has done like like to show really like that he is the full package not just as a character and a charming personality but also as a great wrestler and we will know on July 9th if he has all those things put together and he meets the, he rises to the occasion then against a like incredibly versatile and experienced talent that he becomes a star. Hard stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Did that sell it? I, th- I think it did. Yeah. I, I think so. that did. Would you watch that? I would watch that. Of course. Uh, and if it did, just you just got to let Everett know. Just let him know. Yeah. He's, he's earned it. It's great to see him. Like I said, once you get it, you really do get it. It's, it's his gimmick works and you're right. He's capable of so much more. And it's like every once in a while you get to see a little bit, like he sold something like I, you know, he's, he really, he worked the crowd uh, at the show. I'm, I'm trying to remember who he wrestled, but he acted like he like legit, like hurt his ankle or something like that. And he was swearing 
pound on the mat. You know, it seemed like he just broke character and just knew that he something was wrong. They even went as far as like I think like the person th- you know like someone throwing up an X, and it was just a tactical you know a tactical maneuver, and he ended up trying to go for a pin or something like that. You know, but he sold it so well. Like I it, like the crowd legit thought he was you know like injured. So I mean, it's great to see him go from the comedic act to bring something almost, you know, very believable. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. I mean, let him know, right? Like let him do everything. What, what makes Never Connor so great is that he's so believable in the complete nonsense that he's saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got that, that, that dry humor where he doesn't let on stone face. Mm-hmm. And that makes him, that makes him brilliant. Honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, yeah, I cannot. I, I, I promise you, I can't get anything out of like sucking up to Everett Connors. I'm not uh, sponsored <laughs> by him or anyway. Everything I say here is my legit opinion. <laughs> well, and he's he's booked on your show later in the month, so like I'm I'm genuinely excited to see. Oh, him it's gonna be good up close in person. So this will be oh, yeah. it'll be like a quick introduction for me, and then I get to see the real thing uh, oh. a couple weeks later. I can promise you, I'll say this right now, barring something you know tragic or something changing, you're going to see an awful lot of Everett Connors' journey. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, Is he going to come out to I am him? <laughs> God. That's, a, that's like three like uh, Pokemon evolutions. Ago, yeah, right? I know, right? So he, is this, <laughs> he is on this whole other level. But this uh, this match with, with Richards, who kind of has just started coming out and taking any dates again recently, like he was mm-hmm. a guy who's been on the show and had been out wrestling for a while. And so I really encourage you, if you have the chance to go back and look up what, who this about, like what he's done and what he's been about, because this is, this is pretty serious business. And for him to want to work, work a match with, with Everett Connor shows what he thinks of him mm-hmm. and yeah. what that could be. So I got some homework, so I will definitely do that. Uh, this week, I, I, yeah. Again, I've, I've, I really, I really gravitated towards Everett Connors and that character. Like, I really enjoy it. I just enjoy somebody who just, just doesn't give a fuck and just wants to live his life and be himself. Like, that's very inspirational for, and we're not to dive into it too much, but just as somebody who I'm inspired by that. Like, I just, I just love it. I, I. I'm so excited for, and to hear that story about how there were people that were trying to fit him in a box that he didn't want to go in and he's thriving so much better, be, you know, because he didn't, because mm-hmm. he stuck to who he is. You bet on him. And those are, those are always the best wrestler characters. I think for me anyways, is the ones that it's who they are. You just turn it up to 12, like even beyond 11. And uh, so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited for, to, for for my introduction to him, and then uh, to get to see him again later, I can't wait. So I, I now oh, yeah. I'm more excited about David Richard because I, like I said, I knew the name, but I didn't know the wrestler. And to know that there's there's some a lot of history there, and and mm-hmm. uh, that gives I, I'm even more hyped for this match than I was before. So I yeah, yeah I can't you're wait. in for a treat. You're in I'm for an I I you know I can't I don't want to you know put too much pressure on guys, but this could be very very special yeah both matches we mentioned so far i'm extremely enthusiastic about and i hope you guys are too 
It's very much so. Yeah, very much so. I'm, I'm as we get down this card, I'm just getting Friday can't get here fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we've got a uh, a tag match, uh, the premier taking on the besties in the world. Have they announced which members of the premier are going to be in this match? Or we, I, I know we were talking beforehand, and and you know Walter kind of gave the example. They they kind of follow Freebird rules or New Day rules where it's just kind of the you know any member of the group can can go out there and wrestle so i don't know who is on re- representing the, the premiere in this one so the yeah representing the zero one tag championships in this which this is a zero one tag match actually, okay for, i missed their, that for their titles mm-hmm. okay. no problem and they are then right now that's who the zero one tag titles are the premiere as a group the two members representing the premiere will be uh, Campbell Myers, a.k.a. Soup, who actually, after he graduated wrestling school, came through Journey Pro. That's where he cut his teeth. He was mm-hmm. a regular for us. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when he first decided to do that, and I have a lot of history with Campbell. And awesome. his partner is uh, Camaro Jackson. Yes. Okay. The quad father. <laughs> so that is the configuration that they are going with to take on the uh, take on the bestie. That's a that's a tall order. Mm-hmm. That is, and I, man, the 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 besties. We've we've said it multiple times on the show. Like I'm I'm just amazed they're not signed somewhere. Like everything they they touch turns to gold, and they're just. I'm I mean, for my sake, for for my entertainment purposes, I'm glad I get to see them again. But I feel like they they should be doing their their thing on TV. Um, I know some people have have not speculated, but I, I guess some people have commented that their their entrance is so amazing that maybe that's what's gotten them over. And no. so I think I think you've there, there's I guess they've they've gotten they've gone away from the Savage Garden entrance. If, is my understanding? No, no, they're no, still, they're still, uh, they're still, they're doing still doing doing. They're okay. But I, good on but them. That, I that's the, the concern there that you've heard is that if they get signed to TV, that's such a big part of their identity mm-hmm. that what would happen if they don't have that the ability to use that song, which it's is such a it's so if if that's the way you think about them, then then you haven't watched a besties match. Mm-hmm. Like not use specific. I'm just saying, if any, yeah, if anybody cut out the entrance and it's still top notch. Yeah. Oh, stuff. easily. Yeah, they're they're amazing. So, um, the the premiere up and coming. So you know this will be an interesting dynamic to see mm-hmm. if it, the besties can kind of put them back in their place, or uh, you know if 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 a young group is kind of making their move to you know gain some clout, gain some. Uh, you know, just like any any good faction, like you just kind of have to kind of run through some people before uh, you get the the attention you deserve. Mm-hmm. So this seems to be what the premiere seem to be doing right now is just kind of uh, uh, putting themselves on everyone's radar. Well, I mean, the other two members of the premiere. Let's talk about this as a faction because we have them in journey too. So let's talk about who the premiere are, sure, and what that means. I think we have a pretty good idea, obviously, of who the besties in the world are. But the four members of the premiere are going to sound, especially three of them, are going to sound really awfully familiar to any of your audience that also watches Journey Pro, which is that it's, you know, Thomas Shire mm-hmm. and Camaro Jackson, who are starting to get involved in Journey there near the end. 
and then Campbell Myers and S.K. Bishop, who have been a huge part of Journey for a long time. You know, they were still kind of like really getting, veterans. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were really close to the beginning of their career, frankly, is, and those were Kansas City guys. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of their first like real like getting into the the deep end. And Shire and uh, formerly uh, Matt Kenway was actually also a member of the uh, original founding member of the premier sort of brought them in and molded them and gave them like a harder edged attitude to sort of, you know, fold them into something. And I don't know, you watch, uh, you're probably like, uh, you watched like heavy metal. Michael, like heavy metal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I okay. missed their most recent show, but I'm, I'm, I kind of keep, I okay. keep up with them on, on, uh, through Twitter and other channels. Yeah, so. the premiere is actually the tag champions of heavy metal mm-hmm. right now. So, nice. and they were there too. They they involved themselves in. They had their own matches. They also involved themselves in Shire versus Jake something, mm-hmm. like down there at heavy metal. So they're getting roads. I mean, this and this they did this for themselves during the pandemic. They were they were able to like really break themselves out as as kind of you know up and coming stars. And so for them to be facing something, somebody so prestigious as this and coming in, as mentioned, as champions and getting to defend, uh, you know, having that on the Anarchy show. I mean, what an incredible accomplishment, right? Like, what a task. Like, you know, kind of an unenviable position. So I guess the key will be is how they use not just the two men in the ring, but all four of them where possible to, you know, and I think, you know what, they're actually, uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly, uh, exactly who, but I've heard whispers that they're going to have support with them at ringside for that. So that's uh, an X factor to watch for that, uh, that match. I don't want to give away their strategy because they'll, They'll yell at me, but I hear, I, I hear things. So keep an eye on, because let's be honest, overcoming the besties of anarchy. That's a, that's a lot to ask. That is as good as they are. Ask. Yeah. So let's see what, uh, they're, they're not afraid to dig into, uh, dig into some dirty tricks up their sleeve. Let's see what they've got. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Uh, next up, we've got a, a intergender tag match. Uh, Evangelistico and Billy Starks are going to be taking on Christian Rose and Angelus Lane. Um, man, what's there to say about this match? Like, I'm I'm always excited to see Billy Starks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angelus Lane, I haven't. She she came back kind of right before the pandemic, after a long break. So I haven't gotten to see a lot of her. Um, but I mean, she has some history with, in Anarchy, of course. So mm-hmm. I, I think this will definitely. They've tagged yeah. before too. Heard Christian yeah. Rose, like I've seen them tag. They have. Yeah. They are for those who I obviously have watched a lot of Anarchy. So it's important to note that there is another, probably the most powerful faction at St. Louis Anarchy is this group called the called the Family, which Greg Jovi runs, mm. and under that umbrella. Rose and Angelus Lane and Jake Durden are all involved in that. And it used to be Thomas Shire, but Thomas Shire sort of overcame their influence and decided he wanted to branch out on his own, which is why we have this other match coming up, which is a very personal affair between Durden and Shire. 
tie mm. these stories in together, if you will, like these to those two matches with Billy and mm. Evangelistico and Shire Durden are both related to the family. And there's some really good YouTube content out there. Greg Jova, I really like, of course, brings it home in a really, really good way. Nice. But and Angelus is an awesome veteran. And Rose, as you know, you all know what Christian Rose is capable of. So I don't I don't know what their strategy is gonna is gonna be there, obviously. Like Billy keeps getting better and better. Like she's become absolutely just incredible over the last couple of years. She's gone toe to toe with people like Jake Something again. Actually has faced him for titles. Yeah. Like she is nuts. She is incredibly good and Evan released some content where he's really focused. So good. We'll just see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, and you mentioned that other match, uh, Jake Durden versus Thomas Shire. So we'll just kind of mention that here real quick. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's just that's uh, that's two big dudes. They have a lot of meat. A lot of yeah. Uh, that's that's the that's the big meaty men slapping meat match. That's gonna be one of yes. them. One of the two. One big dude. <laughs> yeah, one of the one two. big dude and one. Very big. Dude. Yeah, yeah, Jake Durden is a tall drink there. Yeah, dude's dude's big and it's awesome, man. That guy can beat the shit up. Like his chest slaps. Like I said, I mean, if this is gonna be outdoors, that's gonna echo. <laughs> like it's really good Definitely. stuff, man. I just yeah. and once again the pop he got with Journey Pro when he made his return, like that was just it was so out of nowhere. I I don't even think some of the wrestlers knew, <laughs> and so it was just like there was so many people that popped for it. It was just it was amazing to see. So, yeah, I mean, to see him back in Anarchy is going to be something special. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you really want to get into this and dig into this one, I recommend going back a, uh, I was going to say a couple months, but that's obviously not correct because there's this whole year <laughs> in between. But you need to go back to watch uh, Thomas Shire take on Gary J. I don't remember which event that is, but you can easily find it on independentwrestling.tv. And Shire came in. He was a loyal member of the family at this point. And he almost, like, bled out in the ring in his fight with Gary. He got cut open so bad he wore the full crimson mask. Mm -hmm. And this is when things started to change for him because he wouldn't give up. And he earned Gary's respect. And as important there, more importantly, like – the St. Louis Anarchy crowd started to turn away from the heat earned their respect. And he started to become a loved figure because there's nothing the Anarchy faithful like more than somebody who's willing to give it all mm-hmm. in order to succeed. And if you can do that with Gary, then you'll have them. You know, I think members of the family, particularly Angelus Lane, got a little jealous. And that's what led to his expulsion from them and that has led to the uh the sort of personal bloodbath that we're about to witness here it's gonna be it's gonna be huge it's gonna be nasty it's yeah. gonna be nasty um you know the other big meaty man match uh moonshine's <laughs> taking on beef uh i can't think of a better you know two names for a match just uh. moonshine versus beef uh, That's just going to be fun. Yeah, it it's is. Just, it's. I'm happy to see Moonshine back. Um, I'm happy to see everybody back. But I mean, it's it's. I've I've just I love 
Moonshine. I was he was a wonderful guest on our show, so I'm obviously a little bit biased in that regard. Uh, but I don't know a lot about beef, so it's gonna be a new one for me. Uh, but any any type of match like that's just it's just gonna be loud. It's gonna be brutal. Uh, it's gonna be intense. You're gonna love big beef, man. I'll just yeah. leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. You, will, you will love big beef, Gnarls Garvin. Yeah, he is. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, he ended up on our uh, on our TEW roster. Did he? Like he's one of the guys that we signed that Jovi and I signed on our. Uh, I did see on that. our game. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a big old hulking lad. Of, uh, very much got that like ex football player uh, build to him. He's uh, okay. The good hard hitter. It's it's a lot of fun, and he's he's got personality too. He's got charisma. It'll be it'll be fantastic. Badass. I'll look forward to that one then. Um, let me see. We've got a couple more. Uh, there's a, f- a few that you mentioned. Uh, Derek Neal's going to be taking on Warhorse. Um, uh, Derek's somebody else I, that's a name. I, I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar uh, with the wrestler. But if Warhorse is going to be in the match, it's going to be, uh, it's, you know, it's going to be its, its own level of intense because Warhorse turns everything up. So. Especially in Does. St. Louis and at, at, at home. Yeah, especially at Anarchy. I, you know, the best way to think about this match and the best way that I can say why this match is exciting is Derek Neal refers to himself as the King's Road Slayer. And I don't know how familiar you guys are with like King's Road style of like, like 1990s all Japan, like stiff power bombs of people on their head and mm. things like that. Like uh, we had talked about this earlier a little bit. I don't know that might have been off the air. But Warhorse is like, you know, this, he is colorful and he is flashy and he is loud. Definitely like, you know, you know, there are some ultimate warrior vibes there as well as other things. So in a way, I kind of viewed this match as being like a really like kind of a dream match of 1994, like all Japan, like Scott Norton, Vader style stuff versus, you know, know, Neil's not as giant as those two guys I just mentioned. But basically an all Japan versus 1994 WWF is the best thing, is the best way I can put Warhorse and Derek Neal into context for uh, my wrestling dorkdom. <laughs> it's a good sell. I can see that. Man. Yeah, that's going to be brutal then. Another really hard-hitting match then. If that's going to be... If they're going... Yeah, when you said Scott Norton, that immediately scared the shit out of me. Especially... <laughs> no, Scott Norton, New Japan is completely... Like you think Scott Norton WCW was brutal? New Japan, he left no like, like I he probably murdered people like because he just beat the shit out of people so bad. It was he was way more brutal in New Japan. So yeah, if that's anything like this, Derek Neal's going to be pretty scary. I got to see Scott Norton in the crowd when I was at the G1 Climax in Dallas a couple of years ago. He was like a section over from us, and he still looks scary as shit. And I mean, I don't think he's wrestled in twenty something, maybe probably less than twenty years. But I mean, I feel like it's been like twenty years. No, he's wrestled uh, in Wrestle Kingdoms, uh, like doing like the pre shows, like the Rumbles, a couple times. Okay, so he's, yeah, he's I, still he's, yeah he still looks like he could go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was, does work occasional bookings in the U.S. Not terribly often. Okay, so it happens. He, he looked it. He looked the part. It was ever. It was just. I mean, I was glad I was a section away from him. I, was just, I will. Uh, if you guys want to cut an entire podcast about Scott Norton at some point, I'm happy to do it. And, and how he got it. into wrestling and 
uh, particularly his work on the uh, Stallone arm wrestling movie Over the Top and Over his the top. as a professional arm wrestler. Like I'll talk about Scott Norton all freaking day. <laughs> we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that. Um, I think that we have what? I believe we covered everything else. We have one, one match more left. match left. Uh, and that was uh, Aaron. This was just announced, I think, over this past weekend. Uh, Aaron Williams taking on Bastard Cassidy. Uh, you know, I got to see Aaron Williams take on Warhorse at Journey mm-hmm. Pro. I think that was my introduction to him. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That was a fun match to watch. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know a lot about Bastard Cassidy. He cut some some pretty intense promos, but I haven't really gotten to see much uh, of his wrestling. So this will be Aaron Williams is kind of a beloved dude on the, the indie circuit. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm kind of concerned for him in this match, I think. But, I mean, he knows how to hold his own, clearly. But, uh, yeah, this is another one. Anarchy's not known for flippy shit. I don't. I think it's kind of the, the point of this this card. It's like every match is intense and brutal in its own way. Not that I'm downplaying flippy shit. I love flippy shit, but I don't think that's what Anarchy is going for. Not typically. I mean, you have to bear in mind, particularly during the Spalding days, that the the ceilings there were even more limited than Tanza. Like the mm-hmm. ceilings at Spalding Hall, and Kevin, you've been at Spalding before. You can yeah. confirm they're very low, so it's not a uh, it's not a place where a lot of flips can really occur, unless and you're so, doing like second rope flips or something like that. Definitely not from yes. the top. <laughs> no, no, nothing going on up there. So. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with uh, are You guys familiar with Trip Cassidy? You know who that is a little bit i've seen him on twitter yeah i think i found he's part of the you know you do know the the carnies with like terry awful and trip cassidy and uh, nick iggy are the three like so this is actually a trip cassidy's younger brother is bastard cassidy and so he's a relatively like new guy that's his uh that's his 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 sibling and that guy has so this he's really just now really getting his feet but again you're gonna you'll you'll be extremely impressed that dude is which is why you know the thing they put over and they talked about in their videos like aaron williams is like an icon to him growing up in like the indiana like kentucky like tennessee like uh, what i guess you'd call the mid-south kind of region like and so he gets to basically try to kill his idol and that's really the uh, what they're going for there and aaron williams is like like kevin said definitely an idol of independent wrestling um, and that's that's it. That's at least as far as the announced matches go. Uh, and that's already, I mean, that in and of itself would be enough. But I mean, we still they've still got some more. I think you said maybe one more match to announce. Um, so we'll have to see how that turns out. But that card, man, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And like, it's, it's the kind of thing that I, I, it, that'll play well on Twitch, I think. Like I have a feeling, you know, some some wrestling does not, you know, you kind of have to be there in person to really experience it, and then some of it, like I think, is good on on TV, and like this, right. this I really, I'm really excited to sit here and, and watch the show this Friday. I I think so. the Anarchy crowd is really gonna help this the energy yeah. of the stream. I think they're gonna really set the tone. I hope so. So yeah, I'll show you guys something here. It won't be anything. I'll describe it to the people who are listening. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, I grabbed the cord. It's not what I was reaching for. 
awkwardly maneuver myself. So this is our roaming camp, and I'll describe it. So I've got a. So really, we're gonna have the boom mic like right there in the middle of the crowd. Oh, badass! So that it picks up, and that's gonna be the thing that we really want to express to people who are watching on. So this uh, this roaming camera is gonna be the one that's right around the ring. So hopefully. All the crowd noise and the hard hits and the ring bumps will all be picked up by this microphone mm -hmm. really, really well. Nice. That's awesome. That's, that's, uh, yeah, usually promotions attach their uh, their directional boom mic to their hard cam. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we're not going to do that for a couple of reasons. One is because the commentary team is like right there next to production. Oh, and and I don't want to pick them up. I don't want to pick them up. Because mm -hmm. they're also wired directly in for clear sound on that, and then you'll you know what I'm talking about, Kevin. You'll get a weird delay. Yeah, yep. yeah. it'll just so, double up, and it won't it won't be good. The best way to experience anarchy is to I want people to feel like they're there, and the best way to feel like you're there is to get right up in there in the in the in the ringside seats and really feel that energy. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're working outside, that's also really important to capture because you know sound tends to escape from outdoor venues but i really want people to feel like they're there and really feel what it's like to be at an anarchy show because it's a special experience it yeah really i'm 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 bummed we can't be there for the first one but i i know we will definitely be making one uh here soon so i'll uh, be interested to see what their that august announcement is going to be made earlier uh, before the the show friday night um but yeah like we'll we'll absolutely have to make it to st louis first show sometime soon you definitely you definitely should i'm uh i'm looking forward to that i just got noticed that uh we're moving the ring into uh into blip for journey the day after at 9 30 a.m so oh geez <laughs> yes because i'm not gonna get back from anarchy until probably three in the morning right so I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to see if I can call off that. I'm gonna try to, try to, to bag out. <laughs> it's of like, that. hey, yeah, I need some sleep here. Come on. I, you know, I'm gonna be so exhausted that it's that hot. I'd really like to stay in St. Louis that night. I don't really yeah. want to drive back that night. That's that's been one. That was one of the challenges. I'm old, guys. Yeah, before we had to bow out, when we were talking about the potential of going, like that was one of the questions. Was like, are we gonna stay overnight? Or are we just gonna try to mm -hmm. drive back to Kansas City after that? Or mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't know if my I can handle doing that kind of shit. See, you know, 15 years ago wouldn't have been a problem to drive home after that, but man, yeah, these days I don't know. Might might have to. I would probably need a bed first, so I, I don't blame you on that one. Yeah, and I'm going to be producing and doing right. You're not just like oh, you're going to be yeah yeah. Not, you got all sorts uh, of shit going on. So I do. Not gonna, so I do. Um, I need to get a road case. That's what I need to get now. It's time to buy a it's road. About that case. time, man. You've reached that. Yeah. You've reached that point. <laughs> I, I should do that before I go. Production cases. Put, yeah. Because I want to be able to take the road case into the hotel room. Because nothing is more commonly stolen out of cars at hotels than traveling production shit. Right. Like exactly. everybody who knows anybody in a band knows of people who've gotten their cars broken into and like, yep. have, like their instruments or production shit stolen. So yeah. I have to get one of those. It's time. It's time, baby. That's good problems. Good We're problems back. Shows are back. Traveling's yeah. back. It's uh yeah. It's it's I mean, 
it's it's back. Whether I, at the very least, I'm I'm excited for for live wrestling to be back. So I'm definitely uh, excited for you know St. Louis Anarchy this Friday, and then Journey Pro just a couple of weeks later. So. Um, oh, it's at least three weeks after that. Yeah, it's at least three. It is three weeks, I think, on the dot, isn't it? Should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it would be. three weeks on the. Are dot you able to Friday. actually announce the date yet? Have you have you gotten the the approval from? Because we we've we've you've told everybody to have like July thirtieth handy, but I, I oh like no no we're way past that. Okay, okay. I would <laughs> I would be in serious trouble with the Missouri Athletic Commission at this point because <laughs> you know I've, I, I've I put think that you're right. poster you, out there. Right, I was gonna everything. say you put every single match out there. So yes, it's only fair. no, I have yes. I, my license have, and my my permit event license has been issued for July. Uh, okay, for July thirtieth. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, I would be in serious trouble right now if I sold that <laughs> shit out without with like the everything like announcing that I would be <laughs> I, I'm working on getting the next one because we have huge announcements for uh for August 28th already. yes you've you've Oops. you've alluded to some stuff and teased some <laughs> stuff like just dangling the carrot in front of us I cannot wait to hear more about yeah. that August show it's that's you know August. the way we do it though and I know we're running late but I, I gotta figure out like before we used to sell tickets to we'd start selling tickets the night of the previous show to the next show Yep, but I don't think that's fair anymore because we sold this one out so fast that I don't want the people who were lucky enough to get them the first time to always get them. That's a good point. That's like, a good point. I kind of feel kinda... like I should sell them online and not. Yeah. No, I yeah. think that's yeah, that's fair. And I think uh, you know that's more money to spend at the merch table. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Dude, I, I think I will at some point, but I just don't know. I really don't want to, like, because the demand is so high right now, I really don't want to, like, lock a bunch of people out from never being able to get it. It's tough right now, and I don't know. I might, plus, I got to be honest with you, managing that from a, administering that was like a huge pain in the butt. Because I had to reach out to everybody who held them every month and get them to RSVP as to whether they were coming or not. Because if they weren't coming, then I could resell that ticket. And they, you know, they use them a different month. And I'd have to. My my inventory was was complicated. So I would love to just be able to be like, tickets are on sale. Tickets are no longer on sale, and be yeah. done with it. And like, no, that's smart. Yeah, it's it's just a you. It's it was a good idea, particularly when we had when we could. Hit, you know, five, 600 people potentially, possibly in Kansas. Uh, not really. I mean, you, you'd have a lousy view if we sold that many, but, you know, we were selling up till the day of always. Like we had enough room to really do that. And now I've like, I, we sold those in an hour and a half. So, right. So it's like, I'd rather just get to that and be like, Walter, but, you the, know, the answer's right there. You just need to book the T-Mobile Center, and then you can sell all the tickets you want. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, someday we'll get you in there. That's that's the goal. So what is the, yeah, what is the, what are the level ups of <laughs> venue? Because you definitely would go through Silverstein Eye Center before you get to Sprint, before you get to the T-Mobile Center. T-Mobile Center is your, your yeah, top but you're on, level. Is that the one that's all the way out in Independence? Is that where the Silverstein? Yeah, that's where AEW is. Man, nobody don't, we don't want to go out to Independence, though. Nobody uh, want that. 
Ain't nobody got time for that. You went I mean, to we'll drive anywhere. You I don't to want to, but I'll do it. Bullshit. So. <laughs> hey, man, that was, that was, you know what? That was a great setup because I was right next to my work. So on those Thursdays, I would get off of work and I would just drive like five minutes down the street. I'd eat at that Taco Bell KFC and then I'd wait in line. Like it was perfect. I was yeah. already right there. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's going to be a further drive for you to go to the bottoms, but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, but not bad from home. It's. I, I mean, it's closer to, to where I live, you know, because I live up in the Northland. So not that bad. So I mean, not that no, bad. there's not going to be anywhere where anything's going to be perfect. Just, I just have to worry about the parking, Walter. You really do have. <laughs> you don't have to worry about the parking. You choose to. Worry about I do. The I do. Why don't, I you just ride, why don't you just ride with somebody else? Why don't you like park? There's nobody up here. I like. I have to. Like Kevin's all the way out in the middle of Kansas. Dallas is all out in the middle of Kansas. Nobody's up here. I'm on my do own. we need a park? Do we need a park and ride for you? <laughs> <laughs> do we need you to park at Kemper just, Arena and have I just gotta take go the, pick you up? I've got I've got a I've got a metro stop right up here on you know like up here in like Berry Road and Boardwalk. It's like you know several miles away from me. I can go just take the metro bus. I have to get on it like two in the afternoon to get there on time, but I could probably. Uh, yeah, do that. you'd have to take that, and then you'd have <laughs> to take it to the twelve to go into the bottoms, and then from the bottoms you'd have to. The, your best bet's probably going to be to walk it from where that's going to take you, and that's probably exactly. a fifteen-minute walk. So yeah, that's gonna. <laughs> I could do that. I could tell you how to go. I, I used to take the bus. I'm not ashamed, but no, it's. I mean, it's not that bad, man. I Here's know, the thing. Here's the thing about where Blip is is like. A lot of the stuff around there is transportation companies, like trucking companies and warehousing and things like that in that little area. So once they all shut down on the weekends, on Friday nights, there you there's street parking everywhere. It's you know because there's they're just not in business. You don't have to worry about like getting anybody's way. Block anybody. Yeah, it's super easy. It's super easy. We can probably like, yeah, we, we you'll have it'll be easy you'll do we have a little map that we were going to give everybody to for people to acclimate to but it's not going to be that bad no you can handle it i believe in you i believe in your ability <laughs> to, first, to go to a coffee shop i believe in your ability time, to be, make it i want you I'll to take a, why don't you take a pre-trip up there just go up there for coffee on your own and just find i out. thought about that i i have thought about uh uh just going down there for like a test drive just so I can get familiar with it. I mean, that's not going to help you that much because if you just go up there for coffee on a normal day, you'll just be able to park right in front of the building. You're not going to be able to do yeah, well, that. Yeah, but he scope the area so he can That's why I'm going to get there four hours nerves. early so I can park right in front of the building. So I'll just be right there. So he'll just park so, there so sometime this week and just there. leave his car. <laughs> yes. Man, how much does an Uber from your house be crazy expensive? Ugh, that? Probably expensive. Yeah. No, no. I would, I would, you I would rather, seriously, I would like, rather do. I, you can seriously park at my house and walk if you wanted to. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. That's still like a 20, that's still like a 30 minute walk. It's like a five minute drive and a 30 minute walk. But no, because you have to park on the street of my house too. So maybe that would work. <laughs> It'll be good. I will find, I will find ample parking. I'm sure. I just want to make sure I'm the, the cars. I, I don't know that you will park. actually. I now have heard your definition of ample parking. <laughs> Basically, what that means is you need a like suburban paved paradise for your like own personal comfort. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna get that. I'm just giving you shit, man. You'll be I fine. Know. I get it. Everybody <laughs> has their thing, right? For but, me, it's know, part venue parking. So, how do you handle like 
where what, when you went to concerts and stuff like that where would you park like you were talking well, I mean, about going to the riot room for some like uh, Swedish death metal shit, right? We we are going. Yes, Kevin. So where are you going to park? Where are you going to park for that? Power metal, sir. Where are you um, going to park for that? I don't know. Wait, it's not Swedish. Uh, that's gonna be way worse. No, that one's not park. Swedish. That one's Canadian, Kev. That's that. The parking there is way worse than the parking. Is, it is uh, pretty bad. That's Westport. I usually just park in the garage when I drive, but uh, you know, I it's been it's been a hot minute since I've been to the riot room, so. Um, that's probably another one. I'll probably get there a little bit early. I don't know. That one, Kevin and I might, might have to, uh, we'll probably carpool. I if would we will probably take my car because you're, like, if you're going to go with your bigger car, I mean, the smaller car, the better in that neighborhood. Yeah, well, that's kind like of said, It's, it's legit it. Westport. Hopefully, it's, this isn't a weekend show, is it? It's a Friday night. <sighs> yep. You're going to, your anxiety is. Okay, here's ready. what you're going to do. No, 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 no. We're going to take the day off work. No. We're going to drive down there at noon. No. You're gonna park. That your, is absurd. That is the silliest thing. <laughs> you're going to Dude. no, no. Here's I'm I'm 40 years old. What you're going to do is you're gonna to come to my house. You're gonna park your car at my place, and we are going to take a lift to Westport, and we are gonna get as lit as we need to get because I am definitely not gonna park in Westport on a Friday night. I am way too old and way too grumpy to worry about my car in Westport on a Friday night, I even post pandemic. What day is that uh, show? I'll just give you a ride. No, dude, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, let's pay Walter, dude. I'd rather pay Walter than. than oh yeah, I mean, I'll pay him. Random. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah, like, no. I mean, if we were gonna take, well, a I would lift, just do I'd... it just for fun. I would just, I, I would I do would, it just to. We'll buy your yeah. gas or something. This is the like well, the most. This is the most Midwest. Midwest goodbye as a mother. We're so guilty of these, but this is like been the ultimate one. Dallas is gonna be so pissed that he missed this. He's he, like he messages <laughs> now. He's like, you guys are still going. Did he? <laughs> Like I he's already had four in. different problems since then. I talk a lot. We can, uh, you can edit all this I, out. I, yeah, we were talking about this being like a short blurb episode, and I was like, "Wait, Walter's going to be on." <laughs> well, I was like, that. "That was also I when know, I thought never... we only had three matches to talk about." Once we figured out the whole card, and yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, you never know nothing less than an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Never. Well, but the thing is, you sell it so well. Like, like I'm legit. Like the people we didn't know about that are, you know, now we do. It, like I said, you really sold the event to us, and hopefully our listeners. You know, if once again, it's a free event for y'all on Twitch and Twitch.tv slash Journey Number Two. There you go. So I mean, it's yeah, it's a good sell, and it's going to be a great event. And I hope y'all tune in and let us know if you're going to tune in, and then use the I believe the hashtag going so far is uh, hashtag CM21. I think, or Circus Maximus. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm guessing I'll have, uh, you know, they should probably tell me that because I got to put that on the stream. Yeah, definitely. I, I should know that. Yeah, that's easy. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, easy. I'm, super. I'm hyped to see some new eyes come to the, the St. Louis Anarchy brand. Um, I think I think Twitch is going to be, I don't know how you get stuff on the front page of Twitch, but that's going to be the goal is to get that. If it's trending in a certain uh, category, which right now wrestling is sports. So you have to trend in sports. There you go. Who the, who the fuck else is going to be doing anything that night? So we'll have to get it trending. That's the goal. Yeah. We'll the NBA it. finals. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> see, I really want to talk to Matt Jackson about the, the NBA finals this year. Cause it's so whacked with just teams like we never see there. I, I would love to, to get his yep. feedback on that. Dude is an expert level basketball guy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's so, one of his things. If it's not so. wrestling related, it's basketball related, it seems. On his <laughs> yeah. Honestly, awesome. basketball, I think he would be the first to admit, actually, it's his first uh, follow. Is his first true love. Yeah, it seems actually, like... wrestling, depending on the day, might drop down as far as eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, with that, we will, we will get out of here. Walter, thank you so much. Another yeah, chance dude. where you just kind of jumped in and saved the day at the last minute. So mm-hmm. I greatly appreciate you hopping on with us. Um, oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, dude. So um, I'm I'm excited for you to actually be there in person on Friday. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get a camera shot of you at some point. I'm looking forward to that. I'll be like, I know that guy. Uh, which I didn't realize. I actually, you can see me in the uh, Jeremy Wyatt, Gary J match from, from Journey Pro. I was back in the booth. Oh. You see me in my, my big KCF and Mo shirt. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw that the other day. I was like, ah, I'm on Twitch. um yeah but i'm what will you do with your newfound yeah right right i mean i've still got 14 minutes and 55 seconds well no because there was that time that i bombed on twitch so this uh, so i've been on twitch once decently at least i balanced the scales now kevin saved my ass for the other one so Uh. anyway looking for that (laughs) so yeah it's uh gonna be friday night 7 p.m. Central. You guys are, I, I know there's a, they're doing a pre-show party the, an hour before. Is there going to be like a pre-show match? Is that like maybe the one that's not announced? We will show some of the pre-show match, but we're also doing like a panel and an introduction. So similar to like a okay. WWE pre-show. So we'll actually yeah. be live doing that at 6.30. 6.30. Okay. So 6.30 p.m. Central gonna be twitch.tv slash journey the number two and then anarchy so twitch.tv slash journey to anarchy so um yeah uh circus maximus this is gonna be awesome i can't wait i can't wait for for live wrestling again it's just gonna be at least not being there in person you know being able to watch it on twitch will be the, a nice alternative next best so, thing yeah yeah cannot wait so, Walter, thank you again. Uh, we will definitely have you on before that uh, upcoming Journey Pro show to cover that card as well. So I cannot wait for that. So but cool. thank you thank again. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Take care, fellas. And uh, folks, you know, you can you know you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at 3B Wrestling Pod. Uh, feel free to email us at 3B Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up there. So uh, you know, feel free to do so. Uh, folks, thank you so much for, for listening to us. We will see you again next week. And as always, later, nerds. <laughs>